0: We're going to talk about Texas teachers okay. and uh, what are their rights? What what is reopening the schools? What's August going to look like for them? What can they do? Uh, how is COVID going to affect them? And uh, what what rights do they have? Boom, boom, boom. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Better Call Clay podcast. Uh, joining me on this episode today, again, my lovely and talented wife, Alita. Uh, that's me. Thanks, she's, babe. She's here doing hard things,
1: right? That's a thing. Yeah, that's, Do hard things. That's
0: her. Her because adulting is hard brand tank top here but uh, well, we
1: are talking about my some of my favorite people today
0: we, we are we're uh, we're gonna talk today we're actually one of our our regular listeners we're gonna now call him the contributor right <laughs> we're gonna right uh george blucher that, big big shout, big shout out to george right uh that's uh that's garrett's dad that's garrett's, we like we like george yeah that's producer garrett's dad uh he is a big fan of the show apparently one of one of my earliest fans i think and so we're gonna uh, we're using his topic today that we're gonna talk about texas teachers okay and uh what are their rights what what is reopening the schools? What's August going to look like for them? What can they do? Uh, how is COVID going to affect them? And uh, what what rights do
1: they have? Right, because it's kind of, I mean, they're going to have to go back to work. Well, they're going to have to go back
0: to work. Kids are going to have to go back to school. We can't stay uh, on lockdown forever. Um, we know as parents of children who have 504 accommodations, <laughs> that uh
1: we need those accommodations
0: yeah and distance learning at home learning is hard to do uh, harder for us
1: and we also know like for me from a person that studied low socioeconomic i mean backgrounds is that in in our in our middle class upper middle class community we might be having a lot more of these discussions about the availability for us to stay home and have our children stay from home, but that is definitely not an option in lower socioeconomic schools, especially special needs parents as well. Those kids, they need that structure and they need to go back to school. And if I'm being honest, some of those kids, that's where they're getting, it's the best part of their day. That's where they're getting two meals a day and they're actually in in the schoolhouse.
0: Getting some some uh, social interaction, mm-hmm. you know, mental, like that. M- mental health stuff, things like that. But uh, but as we reopen schools and they, but and I am
1: really worried for my the teacher?
0: teacher friends. Yeah. Well, because you're a former teacher, mm-hmm. right? Uh, 13 years in education. Um, mm-hmm. So let's talk about teachers and and how do these different laws apply to them? So okay. I, I pulled up some articles. This is actually a little dated article from June 29th. Imagine I mean, <laughs> only in the digital age do you say a, a, an article, a dated article an article from June 29th right. is dated, but it uh, it is nonetheless dated because now we're talking about the 13th of July or you right. know, when by the time this episode comes out next week, it's you know an additional week older. But uh, the uh, association let, let, me, let me make sure I, the american federation of teachers uh, president of the texas branch okay um he's actually uh he's he's talking a, a really threatening a strike uh, basically with his teachers over covid19 and going back to school uh he references it in the article i'll just go ahead and say it it's actually illegal for texas teachers to strike
1: so so even though they're writing articles and he may be advocating for it tell me why i mean so i've heard that more than once there are states that teachers can strike in but texas is not one of them so where why is that and 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 well i guess explain uh, it to me a little bit
0: texas is a traditionally uh right to work uh or at will employment state okay we've always been uh very much uh anti-labor organization with you know at least for my lifetime uh there may have been a point in texas history where we were more pro-labor uh but you you don't see big unions in texas uh the two biggest unions in texas ironically are firefighters and police officers and and if you ask me uh the firefighters and police officers unions are they rank right up there with the uh tabc for me that's how useful they are uh they for they're me, pretty powerful groups though babe they are but they, for me they cause more trouble than they're worth okay. I certainly wouldn't want to add teachers to the mix okay uh, because you we, think it's
1: complicated enough I as think it is
0: it's, yeah so but that said yes uh and and the it's illegal for teachers to strike and and they don't just it's not a a lightweight thing either they come right at you uh if if you if you're on strike you, you don't go to work uh, you risk losing your teacher certification and you also also risk forfeiting your retirement. So they, they've made it pretty heavy handed. Who's they? Uh, the, the state legislature.
1: So this is not, doesn't matter what advocacy group for teachers at this point doesn't like that. The option of striking is oh. not going to happen for 2020.
0: The law in the state of Texas is that it is illegal for teachers to strike and anybody doing so can lose their teacher certification and their forfeit their retirement okay so and and, and that counts for sick outs that count anything that looks like an organized Mm -hmm. labor protest you and and as i told you a lot of times hey don't let them make the judgment (laughs) call whether your sick out is a strike or not because they're going to call it a strike and they're they're going to hammer you for it so you know i don't see sick outs as being uh, a thing either
1: so what can these teachers do going back to school because it is a genuine concern i know that some districts are asking for polls on who's comfortable with working with kids and who's not comfortable with working with kids so maybe they can divide but what options do teachers have on the on the table right now well i
0: I really don't think they have a lot of bargaining position couple reasons why one uh teachers in texas are under contract okay right and if you've ever read a teacher contract it is it is we have a term for those types of contracts in a legal business they're called contracts of adhesion Mm -hmm. meaning you had no bargaining power zero in uh crafting it right it was presented to you sign it or don't have a job sign it or don't have a job right if you don't want to sign it trust me there's six other people in line that will be happy to sign it uh so it has a lot of provisions in it that are really heavy-handed in terms of uh the district versus the teacher uh you're basically you don't even i mean there's no guarantee you have a particular job in a district right Mm -hmm. you you get reassigned as they need you to if they want you working at the school building.
1: Oh, right, they just move you. Right, I (laughs) mean,
0: you're you're at the school building. If they wanna let you work at home, they'll let you work at home, but uh, I don't see where you have a lot of the negotiation power there. Okay. Now, if you're working for a good school district and they're listening to the needs of their people, well, then maybe you've got some wiggle room where you can negotiate where you're working from and explain your situation with them. But by and large if they if they tell you as a teacher hey you're back in the building on august 13th whatever day i don't even know if that's mm-hmm. a weekday but it doesn't matter if you're back in the building on this date you better be there or uh your you face being terminated uh you know maybe worst case scenario or, or or not quite worst case scenario is having your contract non-renewed at the end of the school year i mean there's all sorts of bad things that can happen to you if you don't show up to work
1: so what if I am, what if I am scared, and what if I do get there and I get COVID? Am I, am I, are they going to give me paid time off? Can I, do I have to have workers comp? What is that going to look like? I mean, well,
0: here's another. Uh, am it, I going to get
1: workers comp? Am I going to get my short term disability? I mean, I
0: my I, I would need to research it further on okay. a workers compensation claim. I'm not particularly versed in in that area okay. of, of the law. I would assume, like any good insurance plan.
1: It doesn't include viruses. And, and let's,
0: let's just say <laughs> workers' compensation, it is an insurance plan of sorts. It probably doesn't include pandemics. And so it's going to get excluded. That, that hazard of the job is going to get excluded under workers' compensation. Okay. But that would really only be good to you. It, it, that would only be a, an issue for paying for your medical bills should you get really sick. Okay, That doesn't even deal with the uh, potential that you're exposed and the 14 days that you have to stay at home now uh, that you're risking losing pay. Now. But
1: each district I've seen in our local districts, I'm not gonna go out and quote anybody because again, I don't wanna be called on it, but I'm seeing things where it's telling you that even if, I mean, they're not gonna give you that 14 day quarantine. If somebody was positive in your class and, and you're not positive, you're coming to work. right? And if you don't have a fever, I mean, I've seen it in different, right. I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see how it unfolds as far as teachers, but I mean, so- well, do So you, let's say
0: you get COVID okay. as a teacher. Uh, how many what, what's the normal number of days you get as a teacher uh 10 10 days for year. the whole year now is that 10 state days 10 local five days? and five it's five and five mm-hmm. so you get with a weekend or mm-hmm. I'll just say two weekends let's say you took your 10 days you know one right. week five days the next week you know you, that's how you staggered you would get your 14 day quarantine period or let's hope you got over the covid in that time period mm-hmm. Uh, So you could potentially get paid for that time, but you're going to exhaust your entire sick leave or personal leave with one bout of this illness. Right. Right. And so if anybody in your family gets sick after that or anything else happens, well, now you're falling back on the Family Medical Leave Act. Okay. All that really says is they can't fire you for missing those days. But they don't have to pay you. But they don't have to pay you. Okay. Uh, There's some provisions in the CARES Act that they have to give you sick leave for those days. Now, whether but that's or not-,
1: not through the district necessarily. Nope.
0: Well, and so that gets us to our next point: whether they pay you or not for those days uh, is another matter, and and they may be looking to recoup those costs from the state to pay you, but there's no guarantees there. Uh, and I think, like a lot of this other stuff, um, they are they're they're crafting this stuff as they go along. As we as we venture into uncharted territory, they're creating solutions and systems as they go. Uh, so there, right now, I, I don't know that you have any rights as a teacher other than the right to show up and work your job and get paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's not going to be any. I mean, they're they're encouraging personal protective equipment, um, but I mean,
1: there's no guarantee for that.
0: There's no guarantee for that. Uh, no guarantee on the sick leave. Striking is not an option. So if you refuse to show up to work, just know that you'll be terminated. Your retirement's at risk. Your livelihood, teacher certification, is at risk uh, because, it, as it stands right now, it's illegal in the state of Texas to to strike. So and
1: and and you're, and our teachers are going to have to make personal decisions because we're not living each of their lives. But um, there, I do I did read somewhere else. There's a possibility that you can take an early retirement and come back into without penalty. Um, again, those are things that are, that I would have to keep looking into and and that you can look into. I'd like to talk about this again because we have a lot of teachers on there but I mean the long and the short of it today is
0: it's well it's yeah it's middle of July and we're basically a month away from school starting up again right uh and and quite honestly there's no there's been no drop off in a number of cases uh every day so I think uh it's not unrealistic to expect that come August we're still going to have a full-blown pandemic Mm -hmm. and uh we're going to have a lot of teachers and students heading back to buildings Uh, and as of right now, I don't know that, uh, anybody's comfortable with the plans that are in
1: place. Or the districts have even solidified. I mean, they're, they're throwing out what they think is the best scenario. And they, I mean, they're really, I mean, I do not envy the people in administration, school administration right now, because anything they do is it's not going to be right for, for somebody.
0: Well, except that, uh, some, one of our employees pointed this out, I, you know, it's a little true. Uh, how many of those district administrators are going to be on a campus any given day? Right. They're not, they're going to be, or in a
1: classroom with kids
0: or in a classroom with kids. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to be up in the ivory tower over at the district office. Uh, there will
1: be some that will be out in the field. So I, don't, but don't lay a blanket, I'm, but I'm there not, will be some,
0: I'm not going to lay a blanket, but it's, uh, you know, it, it's kind of like my thing with this whole COVID, uh, shutdown. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's easy to, to, to uh, advocate a shutdown. Uh, when you're sitting at home drawing a government paycheck, uh, mm-hmm. or or when you're the governor of Texas, or or the the head of the CDC, and your paycheck is guaranteed, right? Right. Uh, when you're not receiving a guaranteed paycheck, when you're on your own, well, a shutdown looks drastically different. Uh, <laughs> same thing. With, immensely. Same thing with school administrators and teachers. Reopening school, if you're an associate superintendent at mm-hmm. the central office in your office, right? Right. Just by yourself looks drastically different than if you're a kindergarten teacher who's got, you know, 21, 25 kids. Nose with pickers. I mean,
1: I, right. <laughs> they're, they're germ magnets. I mean, I mean, they get
0: their hands in their right. mouth all day. They're, they're, you know, you can't keep good luck keeping a mask on those kids. No, right. Um, good luck keeping them spread out. I mean, you can't even keep them in a line, let alone mm-hmm. six feet apart. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't, end. do you said you don't envy the administrators or the teachers. I don't envy the teachers. Mm-hmm. That's a hard job. It's a low-paying job, and uh, quite honestly, they're they're stuck in a contract where they don't have a lot of rights. Uh, they've got no bargaining power. So yeah, I just uh, I don't I don't see where they have a lot that they can negotiate here, and it's going to be real tough for them. So if
1: I'm absolutely uncomfortable with going back to work, I would say they need to start having that conversation with somebody now and looking at your options so that you're not you're going to be more likely to protect your contract long term, your certificate,
0: I think uh, communicating with your central office with your with your campus principal with your uh, uh, district administration, uh, early communicate early communicate often, uh, let them know your unique situation. Uh, Don't also don't, you know, I always tell people, hey, don't just bring me problems, right? I mean, if you got a problem, bring me a problem and a solution or a set of solutions. So take some creative thinking. To your campus administrator, your principal, your your uh, assistant superintendent, whoever you're dealing with, and, and make those suggestions. Uh, I, th- I think everybody's trying to do the right thing, uh, but at the end of the day, school buildings, if they decide they've got to be open, well, we need frontline people to go do that job. And quite frankly,
1: welcome to nursing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nursing. Welcome teaching, to nursing. It's yep. a, yeah,
0: all the same thing. <laughs> Absolutely. So. Well, thanks for joining me on. We'll, uh, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll bring up this topic again. I mean, it's not one that's going away anytime soon, and we'll. Uh, this is one of those, though, as teachers and parents at home. Uh, we'd love for your input we'd love for your comments we'd love for your questions to be uh, asked in our comments section
1: Uh, yeah the teachers hop on there give us some questions i mean i'm not going to say we have all the answers but at least it's something that we're talking about well we're
0: good at research so we can go research the question and and provide some answers so that we give you a better idea of what you're looking at just know this uh as i'm signing off here uh texas is a employment will state so uh the supreme court in texas has routinely sided with employers so the employers got the upper hand you don't want the job you don't like the working conditions you don't need the job they'll let you go and they'll find somebody who will do it so uh, let's hope it doesn't come to that um, but if you do find yourself in a bad spot and you need some advice uh, I, as I always say better call Clay uh, find us on uh, YouTube at uh, the better call Clay channel Also on Facebook, Law Office of John T. Caldwell, Mm -hmm. uh, our webpage, uh, or just give us a call at the office. But yes, please comment on this particular episode and and we'll uh, interact with you. Sweet. Thank you.
1: Thanks, babe.